Hey everyone, so it seems when we recorded this episode, I accidentally had the wrong microphone plugged into my computer, uh, so my audio sounds really bad. Uh, we are sorry about that, and just know that this will not always be the case, and the audio will return to normal next episode. Anyway, you're listening to Good Vexations, a podcast about the little grievances we'd rather air than solve. I'm Pat Brennan, I'm joined by my best bud, James Lynch. This week I will also be joined by our good friend, Alicia Wilkerson. Today's Good Vexation, why don't we have Rosie the Robot? I know exactly why we don't have those. <laughs> I, I just started right now because, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> because YouTube fucking started. Normally we like, normally we, we make like a plan where we're like, here's the beginning and the end point. But <laughs> you opened up with, why don't we have, why don't we have more Jensen's robots? And James had maybe the saddest side. I know. <laughs> I mean, I just, it like, it takes me forever to make my breakfast food because I'm gluten intolerant. So everything, I don't know if anybody else has made like gluten-free pancakes, but it takes like double the amount of time that it takes for a normal pancake. And as I was making it, I was just like, and burning it, I failed. I failed at making the pancakes, but I was just like, this would be so much easier if I had a robot like Rosie from the Jetsons making my pancakes, mm-hmm. but I don't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Pause one second before we unpack all of this because we're just going now, y'all. Um, <laughs> hello. Uh, this is Alicia. Welcome to the podcast, Alicia. Uh, Hi. You, you all may know Alicia because you probably had to look at our cover art when you came here, and Alicia drew all that. Uh, she also. Uh, illustrates board games for me and my weird board game company. Uh, so you did all the you did all the illustrations on uh, Statue Board. Yes, I did. And then you, and you do other stuff. You don't you don't you don't solely draw things for me. You draw uh, other things as well, I presume. Sure, sure, I do. Yeah, definitely draw other things for other people. <laughs> maybe maybe it's some kind of website. Uh yeah, if you would like to see my website, you can go to aliciaillustrates.net. Not dot com because that's somebody else's website. Really? Yeah, it's actually really weird. Um Are they like and she are they doesn't using use it? it? Oh come on. They are not. Jesus. <laughs> that sucks. It, and it looks like they haven't used it since 2015. <sighs> but I guess dot net makes me a little more unique. All right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, welcome. Uh, and and James, you have never met Alicia. And Alicia, you've never met James. Am I correct in thinking that? This you is true. Are correct. Yeah. This is Amazing. true. Amazing. Yes. Cool. So you get to meet now. Fantastic. Awesome. So Fantastic. so a rosy robot. I'm sorry. Now that we can, we can jump back in now. Now that we've done the formalities, <laughs> you can you can tell me all about how. We, Okay, so hold on. So, like, Rosie was a robot that did everything. It was, like, a maid service and a robot. Do you want... Do you just want a robot that does everything, or do you want a very specific pancake robot? Because it's been my experience that uh, robots are generally very good at doing one sole task and can't really multitask or branch off into other areas. Well, I would like several robots, because also, 
last night I was trying to fold my clothes and I was oh, like, yeah. there is a machine that folds clothes. It's gigantic and you still have to put them away. So that, that thing is crazy. <laughs> I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. You're the, the one that looks like a giant fax machine or something. Yes. Yeah. And you put your <laughs> unfolded laundry into it and it just somehow magically folds them and shoots them out at you. <laughs> but it's I mean, huge. I could <laughs> I can think of so than many the ways. washer and the dryer like combined. Yeah. Exactly. I could think of so many ways that could go wrong and like turn into a murderous robot. I think it's also extremely loud, right? It would have to be. I think in the videos I've seen, it's like like just like the whirring and grinding of gears as it neatly recut of your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, I mean, life would be so much simpler if I didn't have to fold four months worth of laundry at one time. That is... Well, no, hold on. No. <laughs> just a moment. <laughs> I'm not sure it's the robot's fault that you're doing four months of laundry in one go. <laughs> I meant to say four weeks, but four months now is correct, too. It's, I mean, either way, I, I, I mean, I have a washer and dryer in my apartment. Oh, so fancy living. I live in a fancy life. Yeah. So let's talk about Rosie. Let's talk about Rosie. So, man. So, Ro- so uh, Rosie is an all-purpose humanoid like robot can do pretty much everything. And the whole time is real sassy about it, right? Right. That's, that's, that's Rosie. Yeah. So, let's kind of break, <laughs> let's break those things down. Um, so... Oh, also can hover? I, th- I don't think she has legs. That's... No, she has a she wheel. Has wheel. She oh, has she's a got a wheel. wheel. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, Which, cool. which when, 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 like, looked at, like, when looking at that one as a kid, I would have thought that was totally unrealistic. But now that we have, like, segues and things. Right. Oh, totally. I uh, I could make that. I could do, I could do yeah. that. Like, it's pretty cool. I actually, I have done that. You've made a real robot? Mm-hmm. Yep, like that it. balanced itself. It was it was very cool. That's not that hard. Actually, pretty smart for like when you start seeing these kind of robots in hospitals and stuff, they will probably be like that. Right. You know, they will have they will have single wheel or some, there are people who are working on like ball wheels. Um, so it's actually sitting on a sphere, so that oh. maybe even you get even better mobi- mobility. It's very cool. I feel like that would be right. easier to balance on too, a ball. Uh, it is, yeah, in some ways, in some ways it is, because you can, if you can handle being tipped one way or the other, like a unicycle is really hard, because if you push, you get, you get pushed to the left, you're going to fall, that, and that's it. <laughs> um, yeah. from, from, oh, God. From, from what I've, from what I've seen of that mechanism, actually, it's actually really funny right now, so, like, the, a lot of the maker community folks have been making, like, BB-8 replicas from Star yeah. Wars, and one of the things that they're constantly battling is how to deal with wobble because like in the movies, he just like zips around and looks great in real life. They've got him on the ball and zipping around and that's really cool. But when he comes to a stop, he's like a weeble wobble because he's on a big spear and he can't self balance himself uh-huh. perfectly. He's not like, he has got like, a gyroscope inside. So like the early versions of all these maker bots as they're trying to figure these things out is these like drunken looking BBS uh... like, spear boys who like roll around convention halls and then just like, can't stand stay, stay straight, I mean, uh, he, when they come to the a reason why the reason why is that, that that is a hard fucking problem. Like that is the kind of thing that I'm getting a degree in and requires graduate level math. 
Um, yeah, that's crazy. Is how do you make something sit perfectly still on top of a sphere? It's totally doable. Like the stuff that people are able to do in controls is incredible. So that's, I guess, that's step one here. Okay, that's step one of Rosie. You have to have really, uh, really, really good control systems. Okay. That's not. That's number one. You got to be able to control the thing, which is a whole bunch of math. And luckily, most of that math already exists. Um, so that's that's not the problem. That's not the problem. Uh, the problem, I think, is like the, the problem number one is that Rosie does everything. And Pat's totally right that if, in general, if you want a robot to be really successful, it should do one thing. Like the robots that we have, that people have are like, uh, you think of like a Roomba, you know, a Roomba is really effective at doing its one thing. It'll, it'll just, um, it will sweep or like vacuum some portion of your house. But if you wanted to have a Roomba that not only swept your house, but also could go to the fridge and bring you a drink. Right. That is suddenly outside the realm of possibility. (laughs) And that's like the counterintuitive stuff that comes in when we're talking about robots. There's shit that's really, really hard that you don't realize how friggin' hard it is. Walking on two legs is almost fucking impossible. Okay. (laughs) The Jetsons knew that. Yeah. Folding your laundry, the way that we fold laundry, is next to impossible. Right? (laughs) That is like That's why it takes that's why it takes me four months to fold it. Right. That's that's a good excuse. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great excuse because you know what? Hey, this would be really hard for a robot. So, you know, it's kind of hard for me to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Honestly, again, given, given enough time, uh, given enough time, money, and like materials, I could probably make you a pancake robot. Well, they kind of exist. You've seen like the, the 3D printing. Yeah, robots. that's true. I have not seen that. Yeah, hold on. Ooh, hold on, yeah. let me find you a link. Let me find you a link. Yeah. 3D print. Oh, actually, this one looks kind of more legit than I was expecting. Normally, they're uh, normally they're extremely sketchy. This one looks like a <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're suggesting that this sketchy thing makes a um, makes pancakes for me. Like it could. Well, well, that's that's been my experience. So, like. Normally, with these like three D print food devices, it's like horrifying. Like your your vision is like the scene from Back to the Future, where like Michael J. Fox like instant prints a, a pizza for himself to eat. Right. Uh, in reality, it's just like this smush of food paste, and it's oh my like God, this is magic. Yeah, right. So it's like they they use it to like print design pancakes. They're not they're not typically doing just like normal sphere pancakes. Well, I mean, if you could print a design on a pancake, why would you ever then eat a normal pancake again? Uh, That's a good point. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Can this change colors? Like, can they do colored ones? Uh, That Einstein pancake does not look like Einstein. If they had multiple nozzles, I bet they could. Because that's like a thing in 3D printing already. And this is just a 3D printer that they're running pancakes batter through. Uh, I love that. I would never buy it because no. I think that it would be worthless. 
He's yes. <laughs> it would be fun exactly one time, and then every other time you would realize that it would take you like twenty minutes to set up the pancake to make robot, the one pancake. and then it would take an hour for it to print one pancake. I mean, yeah. it's it's kind of like my three D printer now. I used it like three times, and I was like, "That's cool," and it's just been sitting in my corner taking up. Space. Yeah, I I used it a bunch, and I've been really disappointed at how little the three D printer has come into my life. Uh, James, just for <laughs> reference, Alicia has the same three D printer that we have. I do. Uh, cool. I'm I'm yeah. super Very into cool. all of this technology, and it's and it kind of surprised me how little three D printing has been applicable in what I want to do. I, I think that I'm super into all of it, but it's more of like a I'm super impressed by everything. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I know that I'm never going to do any of it. So, like, when it comes to doing mm-hmm. art and illustrating, I'm all over it. But if it comes to making anything else, like, I learned how to knit. I don't knit now. I bought a weaving <laughs> board, weaving thing. I don't, re- weaving frame, that's what it's called. So, weaving mm-hmm. frame. I bought a weaving mm-hmm. frame. The same started weaving. I, I don't even know what tapestry, like the same tapestry has been in the weaving frame sitting behind my printer since I bought it. Like I, I, I'm <laughs> so delighted at the idea that you have a tapestry in progress. It's, Nobody has, who has tapestries? <laughs> who makes tapestries? Please do. do a picture of it. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, like, I'm imagining some like, Crazy archaic medieval Game of Thrones shit, but I'm sure that it is some just like I reasonable said it to Sandra. It's literally just I mean, people do this, like this is what people make for money. Like they they make these for money. And I was like, that's super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um let me let me try to do that. But that I feel like that's how I am with a lot of th- <laughs> a lot of things, and then I pick it up and I'm like, oh, right. So <laughs> never gonna do that. So, I mean, so wait, jumping back for a second. Yeah. Why do gluten pancakes take longer than normal pancakes? Because I don't think I actually know. Yeah. Um. They so they just they don't um fluff up the same way. Mm-hmm. So like with a normal pancake, you can tell that it's done because of the bubbles that are on top. Mm-hmm. With the gluten, well, the the kind that I make, it right. you can't tell. It doesn't. It the bubbles don't form. So you kind of have to like guess um and like i mean they're pretty good it's not that they're bad pancakes i think that i just hadn't made them in quite some time um Mm. and they came out very badly Mm. (laughs) i was very disappointed in myself oh no (laughs) so if i had a robot to make the pancakes that then didn't make like designs and only took five minutes to do that yeah you can make a consistent <laughs> gluten pancake yeah uh, but i just yeah, yeah but he, so so here's the question though how do you know the gluten pancake is done well so with this brand it kind of makes a fluffy bottom layer where you can mm-hmm. tell that it's different than the top layer so like it fluffs up i guess is the uh the best way that describes it to so, describe it so here's a fun thing with robots that uh, that makes them hard. This is why we can't just do all, why we can't have the Jetsons more or less. What does it mean, or like what am I gonna tell the computer that it fluffs up means? 
Well, so I think with a normal person who makes pancakes, they probably heat their uh, pan first and don't just throw their, like, they don't just throw the batter into the pancake before <laughs> it's heated to the right temperature. So then you could probably time it. Um, yeah. So, like, you can have a, you know, a, a perfect time to flip the pancake. But mm. I don't do that because I live on the dangerous side. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Right. I don't have time for that. Which is why I have bad pancakes. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. But you could tell a robot this is the time, like, this is the amount of time you should wait until you flip it. And then this is the amount of time it would take for it to finish. And you have, like, a good input-output. Uh, a little off-topic, I did see how rubber, rubber bands are made. And it is both the coolest and the weirdest thing to watch. But, like, just like just imagining how many different robots they have to use to, to like, make the rubber band itself is kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. But, again. When you have something that... Uh, at scale like that, like the the revolution that like the revolution in manufacturing that uh, that like Henry Ford came up with was that every person on the line does one thing and only one thing. And now that we have now that we've now like replaced people with most of those things, we have robots that do one thing and just one thing, right? So, you're not going to have a rosy robot who can make you pancakes, uh, make you pancakes, then also make you dinner and also clean the house and also do, do your laundry and also like make, like make sick burns, uh, all the t- like during the day, you know, I like, I like the idea of a sick burns robot. <laughs> I mean, that's what we really need. That is what we I need. Know, I, 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 know want... that, I know that. I know that there have been like some art installation pieces that I've seen that are that are similar to this idea. Yeah. But like, boy, do I want like a machine learning sick burns robot? Yes, I want a. <laughs> I want a robot that acts like, uh, like acts like a close friend who's gonna just tell me when I'm being being a moron and make it. Uh, just make some really like make jokes, but like in a compassionate way, you know, the way that we. <laughs> well, couldn't couldn't Alexa do that? Like with all of the AI robots now, like, don't you think that would be a thing that Alexa or Siri could eventually do? I guess so, but then I don't know that people. I think that they're so they're usually just so friendly. They're so kind. you know so deferent i don't want that i want like i I mean you could say alexa give me a sick burn yeah and i feel like alexa would would do that that. work well hold on hey google i have no idea give me a sick burn i don't understand google's too nice no yeah I want and I want like some informed by my life kind of kind of burns. I want some like real you guys think your shopping history. Yeah, be like <laughs> creates a profile for you, <laughs> pinpoints your insecurity based on your friends on Facebook. Jeez, oh my oh, God. Man. by my like, my Instagram so activity. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, oh my god. Oh, no. That would be so like, Oh my god. Like you like hmm, it seems like you've been scrolling through a lot of Jennifer's photos on Facebook again. <laughs> <No. laughs> James, you haven't hung out with her in months. What's going on, bud? <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, please a robot that could make you cry, but then comfort you after. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we gotta. What what we gotta do is like uh, is um, like put Alexa into like a robot cat that also will cuddle cuddle you after it. Like, oh my god, to you know, just like. Wait, so you want a stick burns cat robot? I want a stick burns cat robot. Totally doable. That would be amazing. Because, because that's what I've always wanted. I've wanted my asshole cats to also be able to insult me yeah. while they're like dumping <laughs> food out on the floor. I just want to know what my cat's thinking all the time. Like if if I could make a robot that is a cat that is as sassy as my cat that will sick burn me, but then cuddle up like it didn't do anything all day. Yeah, yeah. What is this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) It's a good one, but it's a good one. This is what happens when you bring me on a podcast. Oh my God. Oh my God. No, it's delightful. I'm so pleased. You know what my problem with with the Jetsons is though? My problem yeah. with the Jetsons are the vehicles. Okay, all of those, all the flying cars, all the jetpacks, all of this other stuff. Okay, the fact that they live in the goddamn sky. Where's that okay. energy coming from, motherfucker? Like you don't. It's a free energy. Future. It's a free energy future, and that's the that was like, God, that is the reason why we have all these people who are like, well, why do we have flying cars yet? Because it's not feasible. Because laws of thermodynamics. Okay. <laughs> The problem is we don't have free energy, okay? Oh, everybody thought it was gonna. No, that's very true. Everybody thought it was gonna be like, oh, nuclear stuff is free energy. Nope, it actually just turns you, you like gives you cancer and you die, and then we turn it all into weapons. <laughs> so that like specifically is just death. So we can't do that. Alicia, Alicia, every day for twenty years. Okay. Every day for twenty years has been like this. Like, this it's never felt like this. Don't interrupt my rant. This is amazing. I love it. So, I'm yelling about nuclear energy. God. All right. Look, I'm oh. just saying that they made hoverboards, and that's sort of... They don't hover. Like they don't hover, no. They made magnet boards, right? It's not really... Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Right? Hold on. Are you talking about hoverboards that just dumb things with the wheels, or are you talking about... No, they have, um, like, magnet boards. That's a thing, right? They yeah, with, like, the magnet work. tracks. Yeah, no, that's a thing. Yeah. Have you seen that, James? Uh, you get, like, a magnet real cold, and then, like, you run it on another magnet track. Sure. Oh, yep, those are... This is why James... This is why James always introduces the science stuff. I'm the entertaining theater guy. I edit the podcast. <laughs> That's very clear. Superconducting magnets. <laughs> superconducting magnets. Yeah. Right? Those are very, yeah. Those are very cool. Um, and they have to be kept very cool uh, because they don't because um, they don't work at room temperature. So you have to keep you have to like dunk them in liquid nitrogen or liquid helium or something. Um, uh, get them really really cold, which is why they're smoking all the time when you see those. And then for like. Five minutes till they heat up, they'll float. They'll float in a really cool way above another magnet. Um, it's it is super cool, um, and they're trying to find ways to make it so that it doesn't have to be so. They don't have to be kept so cold. 
Um, and if they can do that, then we get a bunch of cool stuff. But here's the thing. It's still not like a Marty McFly hoverboard, like going along the street and over the water and everything. That No, it is a track. That can't happen. If there's a track, sure. We already have maglev. We already have maglev trains. If we're talking about tracks... Wait, what is that? Magnetic levitation trains. They have them at Disney World. Oh, <laughs> uh, right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and in, and I think in a couple places in Japan, you just, if you put a, t- like, if you get, you put a whole bunch of mag, if you run enough current through some wire, then you can get stuff to float over it. Um, but the problem is the problem with all of this stuff is the, is thermodynamics. It's the fact that you can't, we, d- we don't have a way of storing energy in a small, um, like a physically small and physically light package in, um, in order to do this stuff, right? The best, the best energy, like the best, like energy density we have again is like nuclear stuff and that's no good. And then it's like gasoline and that's destroying the world. And then after that, we've got like, we've got like, we got to find, we don't have the batteries to store the, to store the wind energy and the solar energy. We don't have good enough batteries. It's all about batteries, people. Okay. <laughs> we don't have the batteries. <laughs> Everyone needs to go get degrees in chemical engineering because I didn't want to and go work on batteries, okay? Because I want a jetpack. I really do. And it would be really cool, but we don't have the batteries. Have have you guys, man? This whole video is just going to be us, or this whole podcast is going to be us talking about other people's uh, crazy science projects. Have you seen the uh, <laughs> the video of the guy that decided to make himself an Iron Man suit? No, wait, no. I think I have. Okay, oh, okay. Was, okay. It, was it the bigger hold one? Hold on, hold on. Pause before we talk anymore, and I'm gonna I'm gonna show you. It, it is a maker thing. Um, yes, this is it. Okay, so this is simultaneously one of the coolest. And also scariest things I have ever seen. I've just posted the video. You should you should click on that video and just watch what him fly around for a second. Um, so like this guy has been developing this thing for a while. Um, what's happening here? What you're oh looking my God. at? Yeah, what you're looking at is a man with two jet engines strapped to his back and four jet engines strapped to his arms. Actual for real jet engines. And then Wait, it's being. Them. Old? Oh my uh, god! I have no idea if it's actually being sold. Who knows what this video? This video is fairly new, but uh, yeah, it costs it. It will cost you uh, four hundred forty-five thousand oh dollars to buy this. Kill yourself for merely four hundred dollars. So, like, <laughs> the man who made this thing has like been practicing. He does these little pretty sweet-looking like tech demos where he sort of like hovers around locations and parking lots yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but also, he's the man who built it and has been practicing with it for years. And if you go and you look up his YouTube videos from, like, when he was getting this thing together and getting it going, it is basically exactly like the being of Iron Man. Like, in the movie, when he, oh, like, God. puts the glove on for the first time, he's like, go to test the propulsion. And he blows himself backwards, yep. like, through a car. Like, this guy is actually doing that in a bar. <laughs> he, like... He's got himself in a five-board harness, and he's got these jet engines, and he's like, okay, gonna fire him up. And then you just like, see him, like, ragdoll around on bungee cords in his barn. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, that's what really got. <laughs> what? I, just, I, I mean... He's not dead. I, I'm really astounded that he hasn't died. Yeah. He comes up, like, I see a video of him pop up a couple of years, I'm like, 
Man, he hasn't killed himself yet. This is wow. incredible. I just, I, oh man, that's horrible. Uh, I really hope nobody else fly, Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> but again, that's that's very impressive. You can fly for oh. nine minutes at a time. Yeah, fly that's for crazy. nine minutes at a time, which again makes Iron Man a much shorter movie. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, guys. I have to recharge. Hold on, I gotta go fuel up again. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> he like plugs it in a hash station and the guy comes up and yells at him like you can't you need a you need a, a, a state license device to like dispense fuel into you can't just fuel up your backpack bud um that's crazy <laughs> yeah so the jetsons is full of a whole bunch of false promises made by people who don't understand how energy works or how artificial atel- intelligence actually works <sighs> Which is, you know, I mean, the the only thing I have to say about it because honestly, it's like one of those shows I'll never watch. <laughs> I, I I don't need exactly what the Jetsons have. Yeah. Like I don't need an exact rosy robot, but like if I could get you know a couple reasonably pli- priced robots to do things like folding my laundry, making my pancakes, taking my trash out, although it would be hard because I have stairs. Mm. you know stairs another thing that seems easy is incredibly difficult stairs are not easy yeah (laughs) stairs aren't easy for me so (laughs) i can just imagine that robots you know yeah oh god (laughs) (laughs) oh man i'm just picturing the like the test somebody designs like oh we want to be made a robot that'll take out your trash and then like the blooper reel of the of the release video well, see, in my mind, it's just it just looks like Rosie the robot. So I'm just imagining Rosie like eating shit to <laughs> learn how to go downstairs. And she gets to the bottom. And she just, she delivers a sick bird. You know what? I, there must have not been any stairs in that house because you like rolling on one wheel. No chance you're going down the stairs. <laughs> there weren't stairs, but I do believe that Rosie could hover for a little bit. Like I think uh. her wheel went up inside of her, and she could hover down. Because I, I think I remember episodes. I'm going to see if I can find it. But I think I remember episodes where she had to go, like, over a ledge. I I don't think I've ever really watched an episode of The Jetsons. I can't think of a single plot line of a single episode. Like, what was that show about? What problem um, did it they was, have? <laughs> well, the, uh, the... It was kind of like The Simpsons. It was kind of like The Simpsons. The dad was always getting, like, beat on by his, um, his boss. Uh, the mom always took his money... The daughter was very bratty. I mean, she took his money to, like, buy things for the house. But, like, it was just, like, it was, like, a normal family. But in the year 2000, and I don't even know what year that was set in, actually. Is it this year? Okay. Is it this year? Hold on. Can we get... Let's... Hold on. Can we check? Because it might make us some kind of sad. Is it now? It was probably, like, two years ago. 2062. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. We got some time. We're good still. Okay. All right, we got, that makes yeah, so we, so we got some time. We got some time. So maybe, I don't know. Like, it's we still got uh, math. How many years is that? Uh... Oh, I'll, I'll let you figure it out. Okay. You're getting a doctor. Did you know that? Yeah. I use, <laughs> I use MATLAB. I don't, need a, I don't need to do mental math ever. Um, I say mental math. It's goddamn subtraction. It sure is, bud. 
It's 43, oh okay? God. It's 43 years. Okay, so by like the end by like the end of my career, then maybe. You know? Okay, so it's just up to you. So all of this just lies upon your shoulders. Oh damn. Oh damn. It is it is your responsibility. It is your lifetime career to just create the dead sentence. I forgot Scooby Doo <laughs> was in this is was in this show. What? Yeah. Well, no, the dog. Yeah, the dog <laughs> looks like Scooby Doo and it's really weird. Um also yeah. like sorta talks. look what this has turned into oh my gosh here's a picture of their pancake robot (laughs) they have a pancake robot yeah i'm about to say wait 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 wait. the jetsons have rosie and a pancake robot by the time everyone arrives So, so when, someday we're gonna have a podcast with Doctor James. Shit, Doctor of Robots. Yeah, if it's gonna say Doctor of Robots. Uh, that's an amazing man, title. That's like fifty percent of the reason I'm gonna do it. You know, it's like just to be like I'm a I'm a robot doctor. Nice to meet you. <laughs> We've learned is dreams are for stupid people. No, that's not what we've learned. Exactly. No, we can't have. No, that means uh, what we've learned is that robots are hard and like not magic, unfortunately. So like, but a sweet Doug's cat robot is perfectly attainable. Actually, yeah, because like if I just like get some fluffy material and put a put an, an Amazon Echo inside of it, uh. And then, I mean, I can sew you a good cat if you really hey, would like a cat to put a good Amazon thing. This into. sounds perfect. Yeah, just I just <laughs> yeah, I just this need, is the worst. I just like collaboration <laughs> that I've ever heard. Or or I regret the hosting best. this podcast. I regret bringing you two together. Oh, and I'll put like a little buzzer in there so it'll purr. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, she has. Uh, <laughs> I'm stopping the recording now. <laughs>